Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. To my partner, who will remain unnamed, for finding the video of the, <clears throat> the Chicago residents are sounding the alarm. Illegals are purposely being dumped into their communities taking much-needed resources, taking the free stuff away from them. Let me just say the quiet part out loud. And they're mad. And I love it. I love seeing these folks have to live with the consequences and repercussions of their voting actions. I just didn't think it would happen like this. I couldn't have predicted this. And I feel silly for not being able to. This is sweet. That have not come to us. Now you want to overly compensate right. for people who never lived here before, and they really need to be taken care of first. And f- now they see how we feel getting up and going to work every day, and having our resources—I mean, our checks, our tax dollars—sent to them to not do anything. Foremost, before anything else happens here. Why would any leader put our black communities already riddled with crime? at further risk by placing unvetted non-taxpayers steps away from our our seniors, our children, and our homes we've worked so hard on our own to secure. Is, is he suggesting that Mexico may be sending some bad hombres up here? That's a racist comment, isn't it? We are at war, people. Our communities are at war. They are violating our communities. And we asking that we have this guy is actually wearing a bulletproof vest, as he tells us, by the way, we across the country. We asking that we're demanding for office of black America or whatever you want to call it to deal with issues like this. Uh, I did get placed on a wait list, but I was told that the immigrants were taking priority. Now they know how we feel when they say the black folks is taking priority. That's a story that a lot of people don't know. And it just. It hurt me. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I understand we need to be humanitarian, but these people are that my participants are third and fourth generation Chicagoan, born, bred, fed, and raised here. My grandmother, Mayrella Carrington, rest in peace, always said, Craig, charity starts at home first, and then it go abroad. Politically, having over 500 people in our community would completely wipe out any interest we have. Many of these migrants have been dumped in our neighborhoods without a plan in place to monitor and house them long term. I'm not yeah. selling nothing. And yep. I keep telling people, you don't have to move. If you yeah. sell, they're going to come in. Yep. If you don't sell, we got to stand strong. And That's right. <laughs> they sound like us. I'm just telling you, we all voted for Joe Biden. You voted for this. What, did you think Texas was supposed to just sit down there and continue to eat a crap pie? 
Nope, Texas didn't vote for this. Fair is fair. Fair is fair. I love it. I love it. It's delicious. It is delicious. David says on the Guns of Your text line, Clay, they are threatening the kids. The kids, Clay. And they don't have any money for the pastor. Where is Jesus? Yeah. Again, you get what you vote for. Woodrow says, uh, any of the royal Brits who wear their sash from right shoulder to left hip are bastards called bar sinister. Deuteronomy 23.2. All right. Let's see here. Uh, unknown texture says, I'm no supporter of Democrats nor Republicans. Hell, to get lonely in the classical liberalism, libertarian aisle. But to my point, it's no different from corporate conservatives that stoke the base to not deliver anything for them but rhetoric and more divisiveness. American political theater is just simply ghetto. Yeah, I mean, look, I think a lot of us have uh, shifted to libertarian on some things. Let's take a break real quick, come back, land the plane for hour number one. But we're going to talk a lot about this video throughout the show today. But we're going to talk about how to break away from the liberal world order. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. 103.9 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. I was just sitting here uh, retweeting this video. <laughs> and I was trying to think of the perfect caption. I said, this is so rich. Hearing all these people, re who have made a living off the system, figuring out, they're being replaced by the Democrat Party. Y'all voted for Biden. Y'all still riding with Biden? Y'all still riding with Biden? Let's take a call real quick. Hey, brother, you got about a minute and a half for the top of the hour break. Well, I was listening to that, uh, and, I'll, and I'll be real quick. Have you vetted that with your resident liberal? Because he's never seen that. And it must have been from Fox News or MAGA Radio, because that can't be real. Did Jackson Free Press or the New York Times vet that for you yet? <laughs> hey, I was in because it. Sean, I could I could go ahead and give you a show with Sean. I haven't seen that. Where did that come from? Oh my God, Funky Fondren hasn't seen that yet. Sean actually, right, Sean did say that he thought that them sending him to Jackson was a good idea. I don't know if he wants him to live in his house, but oh no, he said everybody should come. Remember, give his address out. I said something about that one time. <laughs> Send them all. They're just people. I mean, all of the Afghanis with rifles are coming in. So hey, in the Chinese, I'm hey, just kidding. Hey, I will glad <laughs> I'll gladly replace some Spaniards with what we got going on in Jackson right now. Oh my! Well, yeah. Well, hey, you say that to the MS13 tat like I saw with the uh, store about six months ago. I turned to left quick when I saw the MS13 tat. Yeah. And uh, it's a, anyway, I won't say where, but it was it was close to the city limits. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right, brother. Have a good one. <laughs> Sean, they're coming for you. No, man, I, I look, I, this is rich. Y'all voted for Biden. Black folks, I want uh, black Democrats. I know y'all listen. I know you listen to this show. I, let's, 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 let's wave the white flag here for just a minute. I want some of y'all to call in in the next hour and ask. I want what, to know what y'all think about this. You can, your identity can remain unknown if it needs to. I'm curious what y'all think about this. It's black replacement theory. They're going to replace blacks with Mexicans. Thank you, Joe Biden. That's what y'all voted for. You get to reap all the benefits of it. 
They're going to be taking y'all's benefits and stuff. All right, we'll talk about it. Hour two coming up next after this. Let's see here. Do I have anybody on hold? No, I don't. Let's talk about ways to bust this new world order up at the door. And my notes logged out, of course. In the meantime, uh, I got sent another video. Kind of staying on topic, however. Uh, Here are black Chicago residents mad, outraged, that they're actually getting what they voted for. This is Rich right here. Y'all know I've been enjoying this this morning. This is Rich. I mean, you're getting what you voted for. Inside South Shore International College Prep. Excuse me. The question was Hundreds of residents gather to hear from city leaders on a plan to move migrants to the old South Shore High School. I think what's important is that we really establish that this is a humanitarian crisis. And we're here... You're not supposed to interrupt. You're not supposed to interrupt. Members of Mayor Lightfoot's administration were supposed to give a presentation, but were interrupted by angry outbursts. And decided to move directly to residents' questions. There's a sign that says, build that wall 2024 in the crowd of all black folks. (laughs) Trump, Trump gonna get it, y'all. Trump gonna get that black vote. One being how many asylum seekers would be housed here. We are looking at a potential phased approach utilizing the first floor first only. What that means, you can fit up to, we'd start with 250, 500. I'm kicked off. You're doing this wrong. You're doing it wrong. 250 people? Give me a break. We have several home-based daycares. Who are they? Who are we going to be dealing with? I'm directly across the street. I have to fear for the children that I care for. I think it would be very fair for every homeless immigrant that you bring in that you scoop up one of the homeless individuals in our community. I think that would be fair. And that you also provide that bed, that shower, that meal. Mm. I feel like somebody has been saying these same things for a while now. Oh, it's us. It's us Trump voters told y'all all this. But y'all called us racist, bigot Nazis, for who I'm sure is calling to disagree with everything I just said. Hey, John. Hey, good morning. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, Chicago uh, issue about the uh, migrants being housed at the uh, South Shore High School. Yeah. Uh, now, from a conservative or a Republican perspective, you guys would probably make a lot of hay about that. Oh, look at the folks in the local community. They're angry now. But what you don't understand about the Democratic Party is we have a big umbrella. And our umbrella is so big, we can absorb different groups under our umbrella, whether it's the trans, whether it's the LGBTQ community, black, white, red, blue, green, we can absorb a lot. Unfortunately, see, the Republicans have this idea that the tent's not well, big apparently, enough. Apparently, these black inner city communities do not want to absorb these migrants. Yes, but now let me explain something. The boat's full. But let me tell you something. That's normal for our party. Sure, there'll be an adjustment period. Sure, there will be some dissension initially, but guess what? What we realize is when those groups become productive, they're going to create businesses. 
They're going to get jobs. They're going to help improve the community. And it may not be overnight, but that's potential. See, that's why Biden's policy on immigration, we open our arms because our country is a nation of immigrants. So when we look at each other, every, nobody was born here other than Native Americans. And we have the greatest country in the world, and it's because we have diversity, diversity of opinion, freedom of religion, freedom of uh, sex. we got all the greatest liberties in the world. But unfortunately, Republicans tend to want to limit those liberties. They say they're for liberty and freedom, but really you guys are not for that. What you want to do is control anything that is different from your way of life. Isn't that what y'all want to do with ESG, diversity, equity, inclusion, and everything else? No, you Control. just said it, Clay. Inclusion. We believe we're a nation of no, immigrants. Y'all's, no, y'all's version of inclusive, inclusion, is your own thoughts and opinions. Try to be a liberal and disagree with any any singular liberal narrative position. You're no longer welcome inside the crew. You're no longer inclusive if you disagree with a single thing? Well, see, now, now, to me, that doesn't make a lot of sense, because if we're a group that likes to limit, why do we have so, why are we so diverse under our umbrella? We're welcoming everybody. And by the you way, I, us out. I, was, I was born here, John. Yes, but see, here's what I'm saying. You're not an indigenous person, Clay. Native American, Native American Indian is the indigenous person here in this country. We are all immigrants, and we've made this country the greatest country in the world. So, Legal, legal immigrants. Legal immigrants. Okay, and, and, and I'll tell you, I am for legal immigration, but now let me tell you, I understand. So are, so are most rational people. It's the, it's, 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 now, it's the border being wide open for any and everybody to come in. That is, a, that is a problem. There's no point in having a country if you don't have borders. That's why we are a okay. country. No other country is allowing this. Okay, now that's a great narrative, a great talking point. Because it's true. Since, since Title 42, as it has expired, they went back to Title 8. Now, Title 8 says you've got to come through our borders legally. And if you, if you violate that, you've got a five-year ban. Now, that's a tough policy. And actually, the surge has declined. So Biden has a strong border policy. But, of course... The Republican narrative has to be this it's open borders. Obama had a tough do you know Obama deported more illegal aliens than anybody else? President Obama, a Democrat, but see that's not a good Republican talking point. So all I would tell you, Clay, is you guys gotta do your homework. But what I will tell you, I have no problem with Well, legal immigration anybody. used to not be a political issue. Somewhere along well, the lines it became a political issue, and now now the Democrats have taken this legal versus illegal, and now ever since Trump said something about building a wall, Democrats grasped at that. Like, oh, oh, yeah, now he well, hates all immigrants. Well, well, see, here's the thing. That's politics, and unfortunately, we're, you're talking about presidential elections, so everybody has to have strong talking points to make the other side look bad. But the bottom line is this, is we are a country of immigrants, but I can't blame a person from Guatemala, Ecuador, Mexico, and they look across the border and see the big city on the, the big country on the shiny sitting on a hill. And it has all of these great opportunities that my country doesn't have. If I got kids, if I got a family, I got to try to get there. Hey, John, if, if borders if borders aren't important, why are we over here fighting uh why are we over here fighting this Ukraine Russia stuff? Russia's just okay. Russia's just a, a nation of immigrants. 
Okay, let, let me tell you why we're in Ukraine. I don't, I'm going to tell you. Why. I don't. I don't I, no, I, I'm good. I don't, thank you, John. We're in Ukraine. I'll answer that question for him. What they say? I'll answer off air. <laughs> we'll let John listen to this answer off air. We're there so the Bidens and our politicians, red and blue, <clears throat> can launder all the money they want, and they can keep the military-industrial complex churning. That's why we're at war with Ukraine. Don't give a damn about the Ukraine people or the Russian people. Good Lord. Let's read some of y'all's text this morning on the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, unknown texture says, B.S., it has declined because Texas State Police and National Guard have put up razor wire and are standing face-to-face turning them around. Talking about the surge. Uh, on the Guns and Gear text line, Chris says, I don't know about him, but I was born here. I'm going to guess that he was born here too. Title Eight didn't go away when Title 42 is in place. It just wasn't enforced. Now they're using talking points. Shining city on a hill. <laughs> Shout out to Chris, man. I ain't talked to him in a while. Taylor says, Drop the migrants at the water department office at Metro. No one works there and plenty of room for cots. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Uh, let's get over to Let me open up the other app here with all the guns and gear text. Um, Unknown Texture says, This man doesn't know his butthole from his mouth hole. Indigenous by definition means having originated in and being produced growing, living, or occurring naturally in a particular region. My family's been in Mississippi since before slavery, meaning I, myself, and you are indigenous to Mississippi. He's using the Democrat twisteroo and speaking like he's intelligent when he's really brainwashed and trying to stay relevant. That sums John up pretty well. Let's see. Uh, Rick says, got to learn what our grandparents forgot. Got to learn to cure meat, grow food, trap, and trade. This guy is an effing idiot. It has nothing to do with inclusion. We can't afford to feed these people. Food, housing, school, clothes, medical, just for starters, it's a dang invasion. They are going to they are going into Mexico and loading them on buses and driving them into America. When we fall, I hope John holds those same beliefs. Let's take a call here real quick. I think we got Lacey on the line. Hey Lacey. Gonna have to skip out on Lacey here. We gotta take a break real quick. Come back, land the plane for the day. I'm gonna read some more of your text. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 1039 W. Everything I just said. Hey, John. Hey, good morning. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, Chicago uh, issue about the uh, migrants being housed at the uh, South Shore High School. Yeah. now, from a conservative or a Republican perspective, you guys would probably make a lot of hay about that. Oh, look at the folks in the local community. They're angry now. But what you don't understand about the Democratic Party is we have a big umbrella. And our umbrella is so big, we can absorb different groups under our umbrella, whether it's the trans, whether it's the LGBTQ community, black, white, red, blue, green. We can absorb a lot. Unfortunately, see, the Republicans have this idea that the tent's not well, big apparently, enough. apparently these black inner city communities do not want to absorb these migrants. Yes, but now let me explain something. The boat's full. But let me tell you something. That's normal for our party. Sure, there'll be a, an adjustment period. Sure, there will be some dissension initially, but guess what? What we realize is when those groups become productive, 
They're going to create businesses. They're going to get jobs. They're going to help improve the community. And it may not be overnight, but that's potential. See, that's why Biden's policy on immigration, we open our arms because our country is a nation of immigrants. So when we look at each other, every, nobody was born here other than Native Americans. And we have the greatest country in the world, and it's because we have diversity, diversity of opinion, freedom of religion, freedom of uh, sex. we got all the greatest liberties in the world. But unfortunately, Republicans tend to want to limit those liberties. They say they're for liberty and freedom, but really you guys are not for that. What you want to do is control anything that is different from your way of life. Isn't that what y'all want to do with ESG, diversity, equity, inclusion, and everything else? No, you Control. just said it, Clay. Inclusion. We believe we're a nation of... No, it, it, y'all's, no. y'all's version of inclusive, inclusion, is your own thoughts and opinions. Try to be a liberal and disagree with any any singular liberal narrative position. You're no longer welcome inside the crew. You're no longer inclusive if you disagree with a single thing. Well, see, now, now, to me, that doesn't make a lot of sense, because if we're a group that likes to limit, why do we have so, why are we so diverse under our umbrella? We're welcoming everybody. And by the way, I, I, was, I was born here, John. Yes, but see, here's what I'm saying. You're not an indigenous person, Clay. Native American, Native American Indian is the indigenous person here in this country. We are all immigrants, and we've made this country the greatest country in the world. So, Legal, legal immigrants. Legal immigrants. Okay, and, and, and I'll tell you, I am for legal immigration, but now let me tell you, I understand. So are, so are most rational people. It's the, mm-hmm. it's, 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 me, it's the border being wide open for any and everybody to come in. That is, a, that is a problem. There's no point in having a country if you don't have borders. That's why we are a okay. country. No other country is allowing this. Okay, now that's a great narrative, a great talking point. Because it's true. Since, since Title 42, as it has expired, they went back to Title 8. Now, Title 8 says you've got to come through our borders legally. And if you, if you violate that, you've got a five-year ban. Now, that's a tough policy. And actually, the surge has declined. So Biden has a strong border policy. But, of course, the Republican narrative has to be this, it's open borders. Obama had a tough – do you know Obama deported more illegal aliens than anybody else? President Obama, a Democrat, but see, that's not a good Republican talking point. So all I would tell you, Clay, is you guys got to do your homework. But what I will tell you, I have no problem with – Well, legal immigration anybody. used to not be a political issue. Somewhere along well, the lines, it became a political issue, and now, now – the Democrats have taken this legal versus illegal. And now ever since Trump said something about building a wall, Democrats grasped at that. Oh oh yeah. Now he hates all immigrants. Well, well, see, here's the thing. That's politics. And unfortunately you're talking about presidential elections. So everybody has to have strong talking points to make the other side look bad. But the bottom line is this, is we are a country of immigrants, but I can't blame a person from Guatemala, Ecuador, Mexico, and they look across the border and see the big city on the, the big country on the shiny sitting on a hill. And it has all of these great opportunities that my country doesn't have. If I got kids, if I got a family, 
I got to try to get there. Hey, John, if, if borders if borders aren't important, why are we over here fighting? Uh, why are we over here fighting this Ukraine Russia stuff? Russia's just okay. Russia's just a a nation of immigrants. Okay, let, let me tell you why we're in Ukraine. And I I, I'm going to tell you. Why. I, I don't. I, no, I, I'm good. I don't, thank you, John. We're in Ukraine. I'll answer that question for him. Whether they say I'll answer off air. <laughs> We'll let John listen to this answer off air. We're there so the Bidens and our politicians, red and blue, <clears throat> can launder all the money they want. And they can keep the military-industrial complex churning. That's why we're at war with Ukraine. Don't give a damn about the Ukraine people or the Russian people. Good Lord. Let's read some of y'all's text this morning on the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, unknown texter says, B.S., it has declined because Texas State Police and National Guard have put up razor wire and are standing face-to-face turning them around. I'm talking about the surge. Uh, on the Guns of Gear text line, Chris says, I don't know about him, but I was born here. I'm going to guess that he was born here too. Title Eight didn't go away when Title 42 is in place. It just wasn't enforced. Now they're using talking points. Shining city on a hill. <laughs> Shout out to Chris, man. I ain't talked to him in a while. Taylor says, Drop the migrants at the water department office at Metro. No one works there and plenty of room for cots. Shots fired. Shots fired. Uh, let's get over to Let me open up the other app here with all the guns in your text. Um, unknown texture says, this man doesn't know his butthole from his mouth hole. Indigenous by definition means having originated in and being produced growing, living, or occurring naturally in a particular region. My family's been in Mississippi since before slavery, meaning I, myself, and you are indigenous to Mississippi. He's using the Democrat twisteroo and speaking like he's intelligent when he's really brainwashed and trying to stay relevant. That sums John up pretty well. Let's see. Uh, Rick says, got to learn what our grandparents forgot. Got to learn to cure meat, grow food, trap, and trade. This guy is an effing idiot. It has nothing to do with inclusion. We can't afford to feed these people. Food, housing, school, clothes, medical, just for starters, it's a dang invasion. They are going to they are going into Mexico and loading them on buses and driving them into America. When we fall, I hope John holds those same beliefs. Let's take a call here real quick. I think we got Lacey on the line. Hey Lacey. Gonna have to skip out on Lacey here. We got to take a break real quick. Come back, land the plane for the day. I'm gonna read some more. Hey, you're on there. Hey, you was talking about breaking away. One of the first things you got to do is realize that Kroger, Walmart, deep fryers are relatively new when it comes to civilization. They haven't been around for a long time. So, what I mean by that is. You don't always need a pill for everything. You can look around and start figuring out what what little seeds you can sprout and take those sprouts and eat those, and you get the same benefits as something over the, over the counter. Um, yep, I actually, way, I actually got that in my notes, believe it or not. Another breakaway, if you've got just a little bit of land, you can get some chickens. You can take three chickens, and you don't have to get a rooster. You just get in, and you'll have all the eggs you'll ever need. You'll eat. There should be she'll eat all the table scraps you have left over, and your neighbors won't even know you have them. It's just break away, just find little things. You got to find little things that give you a little bit of freedom, and we got to inch your way back out of it. 
Absolutely. Find your friend that's got some land and say, look, man, look, if, if you'll let me put a cow out here, I'll pay for the cow. Just let him live out here. You know, take a little bit of incentive. Just break away. Yeah. It'll give him some of the meat when you slaughter it. You know? Exactly. It's whatever. And you need to find you 10 people that you can trust. Five. Whatever. Just find you a close group of friends that no matter what says, they're right or die. Yeah, you know, I've been and, calling it since I started this show. I've called it your apocalypse posse. Somebody, exactly. a, group, a crew you can absolutely depend on when it all hits the fan. Well, it doesn't matter what happens. If they, they ain't talking and they ain't, you know, this ain't going to help you. And that's all you need. Love it, brother. Have a blessed one. I love it. All right. now, let's get into, uh, let's get into my list here. So I was just sitting around last night. I didn't really know what I wanted to talk about. I had a salty cracker on in the background. I think maybe a Tim Pool video came on. I was trying to get into the zone of kind of what I wanted to talk about because I, I knew y'all weren't going to allow me to come in here and talk about uh, most underrated and overrated bands again on a Monday. So I was sitting there, I was like, man, I just, they were saying something in the background and it just hit me. It was like, man, how do we break away from the machine? And I just started making some notes here. And I'm done, this, this ain't a black or white thing. This is just a human thing. We're going to need, we're going to need our black brothers and sisters on board. If we got to drag them kicking and screaming, we're going to need them on board with this. And I, these little things, these videos I played this morning, there was a point other than just mocking meme on forgetting what they voted for. It's a point to prove they're getting close. They're getting close to saying, all right, Something ain't right. And you're seeing it. And it's rich and sweet. And it's good. They'll be swinging. They'll be flying MAGA flags by next year. But here's what, here's some of the things we do. I say, how do you defeat the liberal world order? I always hear about Jameson talking about the 100-year plan for uh, Marxism and stuff. And you almost have to look at it like that, too. This may be something that we don't get to reap the rewards from in our lifetime. But you have to look at it like that for our, for your great great grandchildren. Maybe it says have more kids. We got to have more kids. Good folk, good God fearing folks, got to start having kids again. We got got to quit saying well, I don't want to raise no kid in this world. You, you're going to have to. You're going to have to. Uh, going back to um, my 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 rant earlier about useless baby mamas and useless baby daddies. Stop having kids with useless baby mamas and useless baby daddies. Start vetting these folks you sleep with before you have kids with them. Before you have sex with them, hell. Get back to something that resembles actually courting somebody and getting to know them and knowing who their family is. Figure out who these people are before you put a seed in them or allow them to put one in you. We're going to have to start starting more businesses. Figure out something you can do and do it. You're going to have to start starting more. Based Americans are going to have to start owning more businesses. If we're ever going to break away from all this diversity, equity, inclusion, ESG, all of that nonsense. We're going to have to quit co-signing on our own demise by funding it through companies that don't, want, that don't like us, like Bud Light, like AT&T, like all those companies. That's that's the important one. If you take take nothing 
take nothing else away from this. I think the starting more businesses is something we're going to have to do. You're going to have to break away from the global industrial complexes, military, pharma, food, education. You've got to start stockpiling weapons, taking care of your health, growing locally sourced food or growing and locally sourcing as much of your food as possible. Homeschool your children. Start reading more books. Learn as much as you can. Learn how to build things and work on things with your hands. Learn a trade. Become irreplaceable. If I, you know, look, they, uh, Vice is going out of business. Huffington Post going out of business. What did they tell the coal miners in West Virginia? Learn to code. Learn to code. Coding ain't going to matter when it all hits the fan. You're going to have to know how to do something. I don't need no coders in my posse. I need people who can plant seeds, work on cars, electricians, HVAC, plumbers. And here's where it's going to get a little controversial. We're going to have to start discriminating against the people that hate us. We are. We're going to have to start discriminating in our hiring practices against the people that hate us. Whether it's the LGBTQIA plus pedophile BLM cabal or anybody else. If they openly hate you, they openly hate us, don't hire them. Don't break bread with them. Don't support their businesses. We've got to take control of the banking industry again, somehow. Here's a really important one, too. We're going to have to start handpicking local and statewide political candidates, even forcing them to run if need be. These local guys will eventually turn into national guys. And if we do all that, we may be able to get back control of the military. But this is what we're going to have to do to defeat the liberal world order. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. I got a bunch of text messages from you guys. What do you all think we need to do? Uh, the last caller made a great point. It's, it's a little, as little as just getting some chickens. That's a heck of a start. I love that idea. Let's take a break. I think this is something that we can all agree on here. Sean and I got to going up, jumping down a rabbit hole like we always do right before we go live. Yeah. And I've been it's on this, early, folks. It's I've early. I've been on this <laughs> kick lately about <clears throat> how do I say this with and and offend as many people as possible. Um. Tipping is going too far. Mm-hmm. We, we, we live in a society, and I don't mean people over-tipping. I think that's going a little too far, too. But to each their own, I don't want to tell people how to spend their money. But I should not, if I walk into, let's just say, one of these random uh, energy tea places, these herbal life nutrition places, for example. I went in one yesterday. It was phenomenal. I loved the, I loved the concoction they whipped up for me. But they spin it around. You, you run your card, and they spin it around. How much would you like to tip? I don't know. How much do you make for doing this? I shouldn't have to tip you. If my only option is to walk to the counter and you make my drink, it, your employer should be paying you enough that you're not dependent upon me tipping you. Yeah, I agree 100%. We were just talking about that. Like, and like to-go food and stuff. Like, I shouldn't have yeah, to tip on a to-go order. That's what I – right, we were just talking about that. Like, so, you, your boss should be paying you enough money to work the to-go counter. Or when I, I go to Cups every day. I work on Lakeland. I go to the one on Lakeland right there. And 
I've always got a tip from the one coffee I get, right? That I'm just standing at the counter getting my coffee, and it costs me so what the it costs me like you don't want to tip. We can tip like eighty cents. You're not going to do twenty percent of whatever it is, and no. I mean, so you end up tipping like at least two dollars or dollar fifty or something for a cup of coffee, and, and then the, so your cup of coffee ends up being like five fifty, and and the guy just handed it to you, and I don't. And they got the little thing in tiny fine print that says custom. By the way, I only drink my coffee black too, so not even doing anything to it. There's like here you go, here's your black coffee. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Well, you know, and I use I, I've got back to where I try to pay. I try to keep cash on me, and I don't mind rounding up to the buck or something like that, and throwing the change in a little tip jar if you got that, even throwing a dollar in there. Mm-hmm. But but it, you, it, it takes some audacity to ask for twenty percent on an eight dollar purchase. Yeah, for something I already feel like I'm overpaying for. I'm just using these herbal teas as an example. I'm not. They're not a knock on these herbal teas. I'm just again replace herbal tea with coffee shop or fast food restaurant or whatever and this tip culture is getting out of hand you, y'all people want tips for things tips are to ensure prompt service yeah so like if i'm at a bar for example and there's 50 other people lying down that bar well it behooves me to tip my bartender good on the front end when i get there to mark my territory hey kurt trevor whoever's the bartender today here's a 20 to get things started remember me i'm right here when all these other 50 people are hollering at you, come to me first right. that, uh, to ensure prompt service. I, I should not have to tip you for to stand in a single file line to get what I'm getting. Yeah, I think if you're just like going to the counter to buy something, why am I tipping for that? I mean, yeah. is that part of the your job that you're working there? I mean, now, if I'm sitting at a table and you're bringing it to me, I think that's different di- story. different story, right? But if I'm going to the counter... Pick it up, like coffee is my example because what I do every day, I get my coffee, and I'm and it's and then sometimes I don't go because I'm like God, I'm, my coffee budget now has become forty, fifty dollars a week, and that's a little bit ridiculous for just a cup of black coffee. So then I started buying all these Yeti cups and just make my own and bring it with me. Yeah, uh, and the, the same. So on the guns and your text line, the same people talking about. I don't want to name the the place, mm. and it sounds like I'm talking bad about them, but the same uh, healthy food options to go place. Frozen healthy food options to go place. Mm-hmm. That's where I, yeah, I was talking about before the show. Yeah, it says yep. uh, says that, that same place does this on top of charging you to use your credit slash debit card. That's right. I forgot about that. Right. There's yeah. a place I go to pick up meals, and sometimes when I feel like okay, I don't want to cook, and so I'll just get healthy meals, and then you got a tip for that when you're picking them up, and you got. I mean, it's just or you pick them out of the refrigerator there, you tip for that, and right. I don't. Not knocking them. It's not them. It's everybody, though. It's everybody, like you were saying. It's everybody that we've created. And maybe that's partially because we've gone to a, a credit only no cash. We don't use cash anymore, right? Yeah. So that automatically it comes up, oh, well, there you go. There's your tip. So you can plug it in because you're just using your credit card. So you don't even see the money. So no big deal. And they, you know, it's not like you're handing 2 or $3 out of your cash. How soon before these bombs on Lakeland and County Lines have a, a square? I've said that for years. I think that's coming right like it has to be because i, I actually sometimes tell you you know i, I go to the uh, corner market well now it's like grocery depot next or to my the, house or or the, or they're wearing a qr code yeah Ven- venmo me i've actually went and got money just so i can give to to people that are panhandling you know because especially the grocery store i go to there's always somebody out there and um but i was wondering the same thing I'm like when are they gonna come up with a way to because because uh, i have time you don't have cash you don't have any change so they're like they're it's hurting them pretty good pretty good bit yeah i would have thought it, it would have made them obsolete that's what I, I would. I don't yeah, know how they're getting not money. Seem to be the case. No, they're still out there. I don't know how they're. Sometimes though, at the grocery store, those guys will. Hey, man, can you go in there and get me a steak or something? Which you know, I'm 
I won't do. I'll go get him like a power bar or something like that. But <laughs> I'm not going. To, like I'm not buying myself a steak, man. You know. So, but I'll go get him something. Um, guns and gear text is blowing up here, guys. I got to take a break. We're going to read them all as soon as we come back. Hold my feet to the fire. Make me read them. This is the <laughs> podcast. In the studio with me, in the ClayEdwardShow.com studio, we've got Sean Yurkron. He is here today to apologize on behalf of all Democrats to Donald Trump after the Durham report come out. Now, whether he does or not, it's a different story. I'm that- not here to apologize about the Durham report. I'm here to talk about it if you want to, but I don't know what actually uh, what he actually found in there. According to him, he didn't really find anything, except he said the FBI was mean. Well, I yeah. think that's what I got from the FBI was mean. A big nothing sandwich, just as we've been telling it's y'all for the big, last seven or eight years. It was a big, you know, actually, it's kind of funny. I was thinking about it this morning, reading the Durham report and then reading the Mueller report. And it seems like there's a whole lot of nothing everywhere. <laughs> you know, when you look at both of these reports, it's like, man, there's a whole lot of nothing. You know, like, you know who, we spent who, a lot of money on nothing. Hillary Clinton owes us an apology. Huh? Hillary Clinton started all this nonsense. She owes us an apology. What was that when Donald was saying to lock her up and all the email and everything else? You know, I mean, he apparently he was correct. That's our new politics. Like, who can yell "lock him up" the quick? Let's lock up this guy. Let's lock up that guy. I wonder if that's going to happen this time. Like, do you think that Trump is going to ask to lock up DeSantis? Or lo- I mean, we know he's going to ask to lock up Biden because of all the Biden, Hunter Biden kind of stuff like As that. As he but- should. I'd be disappointed if he didn't. Oh, speaking about Bi- Hunter Biden, though, have you seen what they're going to charge him with? Right? No. Uh-uh. Uh. Falsely filing a, a, a form to get a gun because he uh, didn't say he was a drug addict. But you know that's such funny. About that's that that's the big Hunter Biden case that he didn't disclose well, that he was a drug addict on a gun form. Well, that's what's insulting <clears throat> about the whole thing is you have that whole laptop with all the child porn and whatnot sitting there allegedly. Was there child porn on it? I thought allegedly, it was just like prostitute. I don't. I don't remember. Allegedly, there's a lot of a lot of child porn. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, suggestions that his uh, he knocked up his niece. Now, you know, the thing is with Hunter Biden, ever since... He, de- he definitely started hooking up with her mother. You know, yeah, the one of Dayton Bo's widow, that's rough, man. I mean, that is just... <laughs> There's no way to polish that term. I mean, you can't. You know, I remember they gave like a... Uh, I don't I think they want- asked Joe afterwards, after the before he was president, you know, and they, they're like, oh, the family is supported. And I remember thinking the time, like, is that when you smack your son and say, what the... Are you doing? It's, it's man? Like, I it's, mean, it's like the guy who starts sleeping with his best friend's wife after he dies. Mm-hmm. Like, right? She right. Would, that's what I was. Yeah, he would. He, and then they tell everybody he would want this. Yeah, right. No, he wouldn't. No, he. Just, no, he would not want. Well, this. But this is your brother me, who just died of brain cancer. Let me just you know? tell you now: if Clay dies today, I, none of don't none of my friends could sell my my old lady. I, I, you just we, you don't want anyone to take care of her. I guess. She can move me somebody new, uh-huh. and, and, and and they just don't. They need to not know who I am. <laughs> just never I, have even met I you. Like to, the gas station clerk, or there, yeah. that guy cannot. You know, no, just I mean, I am, I'm going to haunt y'all from wherever I'm at. Yeah. I mean, b- the bad things are going to happen. She's scared of ghosts anyway, and I'm going to be a ghost. <laughs> Is she scared of ghosts? Yes. You know where I went over um, uh, New Year's Eve uh, with my ex girlfriend. We went to Eureka Springs and the Crescent Hotel. Have you heard of this place? Yes. It place is scary, y'all. If everybody wants to go up there to Eureka Springs, really cool town in uh, Northwest Arkansas, and they got this hotel that is really is haunted. I have to check that uh, off the list. Yeah, it's it's actually they got one of those. I don't know. They got a lot of, you know those ghost TV episodes, whatever they are. Yeah, and that's um that's it's featured. I didn't realize it when we went up there. They're like, oh no, you got to go check this hotel out. And you go in there, you're like, oh lord, this place is a little freaky. <laughs> hey, if y'all want to chime in, the guns of your text line seven six nine. 
the phone line this morning, 601-879-0002. Shout out to my buddy Jay Johnson. He's already chimed in. Says, good morning, brother. Another good day for you to keep pushing the truth. I swear that Hunter Biden thing, though, man, about with Bo's widow, that is (laughs) – it just, you know, it's kind of – it just makes you think. It's so hard to defend somebody like – and this is – again, this goes across political lines, man. People have got crappy family members. Yeah, I mean, he's just such a – such a – horrible dude yeah. that you can't like you're like oh well uh, you know he was on this board and got some money well i mean can you, it's like you have to believe if you're going to sleep with your deceased brother's widow and allegedly his kid too I, I haven't heard that i just knew obviously everything knew about the widow i just feel like man you're willing to do anything like, have you have you stumbled down the rabbit hole about the ashley biden diary no, I haven't. They got Project Veritas raided because they were in possession of it, and this, that, and the other. Uh-uh. There's some really, really messed up things in that thing, which, I mean, why is the if it ain't true, why is the FBI raiding Project Veritas? Right. Oh, yeah, I'll look that up this week. I've never, I've never heard well, of Well, there's some really weird stuff about Joe taking showers with her at an extremely inappropriate older age. Wait, which one is Ashley Biden? His daughter. Joe, one of, one Joe's daughter? daughter? Mm-hmm. One of his daughters. Is... Is this going to be like a the presidential like we accuse each president of hooking up with their I mean they were with Donald Trump and Ivanka Ivana right is their name is Ivanka I would get confused Ivanka or Ivana like Ivanka was the wife was Ivana's the Ivana is the daughter right yeah. okay Ivana there's all these you know rumors about Trump hooking up with Ivana that everybody I mean everybody keep I don't I mean, I'm I mean, not saying yeah. that's true I'm just saying that's I what mean, people I, I are think, saying I know people on the, on as the, Trump would say people are I'm hearing people are saying you know like that, that. I'm huge <laughs> yeah. huge yeah. I mean look people say a lot of that stuff but I mean this. I don't, you haven't you don't have Ivana out there putting in a diary that Daddy touched me wrong in the shower at twelve years old. Yeah, I'm not saying it happened. I'm just saying that's what people were saying that Donald had this close relationship with his daughter. I don't I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true with Joe, even though I don't know much about it. I think it's pretty I mean, that's pretty harsh when you talk about some guy. I had we had one case where Clay where uh, this guy had slept with his daughter and had knocked her up right. And he took the stand, and I'll never forget where, this. Where were they from? Well, Hines County. Hines County. Right? And he said, they asked you him. Hear he that, said, you hear that, Thomas? That happened in Hines County. He said, you know what he said on the stand? I didn't try this case. I was watching it, and one of my coworkers at the time did. He said, uh, well, uh, yeah, well, she wanted it. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, the jury didn't really like that. Of course, they convicted him. But did she? I mean, what, he, what how could you saying? say that? No, of course not. But okay. I, I'm just I, mean, I mean, but he, I mean, like, I mean, how could you say something like that? This is your daughter <laughs> on the stand, and you're saying that yeah, she wanted it. Were they white or black? They were black. Yeah. Do you hear that, Thomas? Apparently, it happens outside of the white Rankin County community too. Though I will say this: I don't know what Thomas said, but one Tom, Thomas at, thinks only white people do that. I will say this: prosecuting in Hines County, and I was a prosecutor in Yazoo County for a short period of time. And um, and I know that uh, Yazoo is, I think, now predominantly black. But there is a higher – from this is anecdotal – higher incidence of sex crimes in the white community that I saw more than the black community. That's well, that's what I – that's just what I don't – and I don't have any, like, data I, on this, but that's just what I anecdotally – And I have a – I have a – and I'm not saying that when it, when it all comes down to it that that's not true. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a higher case of reporting them in the white community. And then maybe so. I'm just saying what I saw. I don't – like, I don't have – Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you all? Good, 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 good. Yeah, um, I just wanted to chime in on what you were talking about a little bit earlier. About the tips? About the uh, about the uh, behavior of the Biden family, oh, you yeah. know, and some of their personal 
uh, acts of what, what you guys, I guess, would consider as degenerative behavior. Am I correct? I would say so. Okay. All thing I got to say about that is this, and you said your show was incendiary. Yes, just 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 keep the language clean. I will. So you know, it just seems to me that the Bible is not being read by a lot of very intellectual people. The things that you brought up are reflective. A lot of that behavior is reflective in the Bible. In the Old Testament, if a man discovered that his, you know, his brother did not have any children, you know, he died, that brother died, his brother is supposed to get with his brother's wife and have a child by him, by her. Things like that are all throughout the Bible, but in this day and time, I guess People don't read the Bible because you all were very critical of that. I'm not saying I'm down with it, but I am saying I do read the Bible. Well, uh, can I can I just throw this nugget in there? Um, He 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 has not impregnated her. He's just um, Mm -hmm. uh, with with her. He hasn't married her either. He's covering her. That's pretty much what they call it. What is it? He's covering her. Covering her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or you know maybe have betrothed her. But that's not supposed to be such a detestable thing if it's in the Bible now. So that's that's one thing I wanted to touch on. Other thing I wanted to touch on is seems to me that there's a game that's been played for many, many decades uh with the Democrat and the Republican Party. It seems to me that legislatively they are two sides of the same coin. Well, the older I get, the more I and the more I d- dig into this, having to do this show five days a week, the more I tend to mm-hmm. absolutely agree with you there. There are two sides of the same coin because now I'm going to say this: I know Joe Biden because I, I I don't mean I know him, but I know that he's done some detestable things that targeted the black community when he was a senator in a state, if I'm correct. The the uh, mass incarceration epidemic that swept the black community under the bus the way that it did, the drugs and, you know, all of that stuff, especially marijuana uh, charges. Now, when you compare, and this is in our lifetimes, when you compare that for many years people were locked up Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and calling young people super predators, you know, all of that stuff came from the Democrats, but you had municipalities who were paid off by these very same Democrats in Republican regions of the country. They took money to open up brand new prisons throughout the United States from the Democrats to lock up at, at epidemic numbers and epidemic numbers. Anybody that broke those marijuana laws, but now we're selling CBD oil, we're selling marijuana legally, and those people still sit in jail. And nobody has a problem with that. We're sitting up talking about the things that you all were discussing earlier. Now, you got people's families, you got lives who have been basically destroyed to some degree. 
that's what we need to be focusing our energy on, reversing some of the wrongs that our, polit- our politicians have implemented. And the masses, you know, we're kept so busy trying to make a living. Hey, can I let me ask you a question real quick? Uh, and and, and mm-hmm. I, I, lo- I love what you're doing here. Um, what? And I don't want to get into like a what aboutism Trump type back and forth, left and right deal. But how do you feel about like what Donald Trump did with the criminal justice reform and trying to help you know ease some of that and get some of these people out of jail and change the sentencings and stuff of that nature? Well, I'm not a tunnel vision person. All help is good help. But it has to be help. It shouldn't be predatory. So if he did something positive, and I don't know much about that, um, look, I didn't look follow into him it. a whole And you can understand, sure. I didn't follow him a whole lot. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much pro-reparations. Black people in America are owed a debt. We built this country. We built this country. And every time... The Democrats in particular, because black people vote Democrat overwhelmingly. Am I correct? You're correct. Okay. Every time black people bring this issue up, you know, it's getting more popular now to bring it up. But every time they bring it up, the Democrats find a way to tether other groups who are not drowning in America the way black people have already drowned. Yeah, LGBTQIA plus LMNOP. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, look, look, someone told me what the, um, let me see, you got LGBTQ plus, right? The plus stands for pedophile. Someone told me what the plus was the other day, and I almost blacked out mm-hmm. from anger. They're trying to normalize, you know the they're trying to normalize pedophilia. Come on. That's exactly what I heard, and I'm not down with that. Uh, you know, I'm not down. I'm really not down with LGBTQ. They really just want to be freaky. And I don't think legislation should be put forth just because somebody's hot in the honey. Yeah, look, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't have a problem. Somebody wants to be gay, teach their own. But my, I have a problem with this mm-hmm. transgender uh, agenda and this, and this, uh, this obviously pedophilia. I, I, we can never normalize this nonsense. I, That's what they want. No. They want to normalize no. bad behavior. And I, I, I'm not going to do it. And this, and so, so this I don't so know if that's – do you think that's true? I just pulled it up, what that plus means. It says the plus is used to signify all of the gender identities and sexual orientations that letters and words cannot yet fully describe. Now, I don't know pedophilia. what the heck that means. You think that means pedophilia? Like they're Absolutely. really going to – Like, like they're, like they're pro – Absolutely. It's a word salad for confusion. I yep. mean, it's – like I'm not saying that that's not completely ambiguous and vague, but – I don't think that it means that they're talking about we're pro. They've even changed people the that sleep to, with children. They, they don't call I mean, it pedophilia anymore. They call it minor attracted people. Well, okay. If their goal is for acceptance society, if the LGBTQ plus whatever you want to put it, uh, society is for that. I mean, do you think that they're saying they're like, yeah, everybody's going to be pro child rape, or I mean, I mean nobody's, well, no, nobody's because they, they know they they got to do a soft. A soft landing. With I mean, it. is they anybody just come rep- slap you in the face with it's it? It's a snowball. It's a snowball. Is anybody Republican okay. or Democrat for sleeping with kids? I mean, I just I, I think there's extreme, but that's no, I, nobody's for that. Well, mm-hmm. he, he, here's where they get the Democrats on this on this matter is they they, they have hitched their wagon their horse to this wagon mm-hmm. of alphabet people. 
of all of mm-hmm. it, and they they're scared to offend any of them because everybody, even the child rapists, yeah, apparently so. Uh, okay, I mean, I, I I'm with you on the don't want to offend people in the in, in those groups, but the child rapists did is you, a crime. Let me ask you this. I mean, Go ahead. I, I do apologize for for interrupting. Did you all follow um, the uh, the trend of what Kamala Harris's ignorant behind went over to Africa trying to do? I'm loosely familiar. Uh, I tell you, hey, will you stay on hold through the break with us and come back? Mm-hmm. All right, stay mm-hmm. stay on hold. We got to take our break real quick. Hey, what's your name? Mm-hmm. You, what name you want to oh, use? I call myself Source. Forest. Source. Thor. S O. Force. S O U R C E. Source. Force. Force. Okay. Like right. Source I, of information. I, I, I got you. All right. Well, hang on, and we'll be right back with you. Mm-hmm. All right. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. necessary i tell you what i'm going to save the ad read here real quick just remember uh we're going to circle back to this stonington farms is going to be up here friday delivering grass-fed grass-finished beef to central mississippi three local pickup spots florence brandon and ridgeland go to stoningtonfarm.com and get your order in today 100 grass-fed 100 grass-finished hormone-free antibiotic-free and MRNA-free, locally sourced beef from right down south of us in Perkinston, Mississippi. But uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that as we go. Let's go back to what she said her name was, Force? Like force. A, like a Force. Uh, source or source. source. Yeah. Hey, Let me ask you this. You're back on. I don't think so, because the, the thing is with that, with that young lady is, and that young man that may have passed away at that time, he didn't have any kids by her. He did not have children by her. Hold on. And it was... He was supposed to hey, I've got uh, you. you're get back. with his brothers. Hey, you're okay. back on. You're back on the air. Okay. All okay. right. Uh, um, no, all, all good. I, I may have had my two people on hold talking to each other there. Um, <laughs> I, I, I cut. Hey, can ca- they do that? Yeah, the, the, the wires get crossed sometimes. So, look, caller, um, hang tight, mm-hmm. and I'll get you back mm-hmm. on. Sure. All right. So, I wanted to ask you a question. You were, we were talking about reparations, and we were talking about uh, the LGBTQ stuff and all that. So I don't know if you listen to this show much, but I, I've been on this, this this kick the last week or so, ever since Title 42 ended, that black Democrats that have voted for this Joe Biden stuff, I mean, wholeheartedly supported Joe Biden. And I think they're going to be the ones in these urban places like Jackson, Mississippi, and Chicago, and uh, these, these overwhelmingly majority black Democrat cities, I think they're going to be the ones that catch the grunt of these immigrants coming in and sucking up their resources and whatnot in their cities more so than anybody else. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna pay the they're gonna pay the price for those policies that they voted for because I, I don't think that they most of them voted thinking how do I say this I'm not the most articulate person when it comes to this kind of stuff I think I think their blind rage hatred for Trump and anybody but Trump is going to come back and bite them in the butt because these Biden policies are not pro America and they're not pro American and regardless of how black folks feel about America, they are American. So these policies affect them just like they affect everybody else. And I, but I believe it's going to affect them worse with uh, all these um, illegal, I'm going to call them illegal immigrants. That's what they are. Illegal immigrants coming uh-huh. into America and overwhelming the system in their cities. So you want my feedback from that? I, I would like to respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the mic is yours. Yes, sir. So I, uh, I totally agree with you. Um, what what Democrats 
in general understand about the black community is that the great majority of the black community does not understand politics. Now, that's what I'm going to tell you. It's factual. Why? Well, why would they want it to be that way? Why is that okay? Because you could take advantage of people without knowledge. If you never inform them, if, if um, they are totally, our community is totally distracted with a myriad of serious issues and non-issues. Um, so they really, I would venture to say, uh, they really were never intended to understand how politics works. Politics. I mean, it's, it's a true Trojan horse. Hmm? They, it, it's a Trojan horse. Is what they've done. Is what they've done here. Well, exactly. And um, when you when you live with lack of knowledge, you know they say ignorance is is bliss, but as deadly as ever when it comes to politics, because people can legislate you completely out of existence, and that's what is happening in the black community, because our black politicians. In the black community, or in, in, in politics, the black representation didn't represent us. They represent everybody but us, but they demand that we vote. And because traditionally there is a, um, a very heavy uh, connotation to us having to fight, our forefathers having to fight for the right for us to vote, we give our vote to the Democrats, and we don't demand any exchange of goods and services for our group. So many of us think that politics is for everybody, but no, politics is for your group. You know, Kim Wade on this radio show, on this radio station every day, 4 to 6 p.m., talks about this very thing. He's my friend. I know him good, very Okay, well. good. You know, Kim talks about this at nauseum, that the black, the black voting bloc just gives their vote blindly to, to the Democrats without mm-hmm. exchange for goods and services. Just they know they're going to get it. And, and I'll say this, and the more I get into this, the more I realize that the overwhelming majority of whites do the same thing with Republicans. And these people ain't got our best interest in minds either. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but it feels mm-hmm. like the, the, the black voting bloc could get so much more if they would make these folks earn your vote. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I just the more the older I get, the more I see that. Segment, you do have a segment of black people who are trying to begin to have the conversation about those things. Um, because um, we, if we don't, it's going to be to our detriment. Yep. Hey, look. I'm talking about in this day and time. Everybody wants to talk about, will our children, sir, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. We can't even get our children a lot of times to listen to us. Why? Because we don't have anything of substance to, I guess you could say, rule over them with. We used to be able to give chastisement. I think you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, when that became outlawed, which is something we need to deal with in this day and time, too to get that reinstituted where you do it and you're not killing your children and maiming them. You should be able but to punish your that children. that was taken away. Hmm? You should be able to spank your kids. You should be able to eat them up. That's what was done to us. 
Mm-hmm. They ate our behind up. Man, well, and still, we, fear, we had a healthy down. fear. Yeah. We had a healthy fear of the elders who ruled over us. Now, most people don't like to hear that kind of talk, but it is what it is. They knew more than we knew. They were looking out for our best interest. Yeah. Hey, Miss, it's for, and, Force, right? Yes, sir. Hmm? Force. Look, I, I've got I got to let you go. I've been really, really enjoyed this. I hope you will call, call me back. Lotus. Just call me Lotus. You can Lotus. say that. All right. Lotus. Lotus. Look, it was great having you on this morning. It, it's I, I love it when somebody that's, that's, that's wide awake like you calls in and, and can see it from both sides. And there's some things you said I don't agree with. There's a lot you said I do agree with. And this is how conversations, this is how we scare the hell out of these, these politicians is we mm-hmm. have conversations with each other. That's why me and Sean are doing this. You know, when they start seeing Thank people fed, so up, fed up about the same things, they, they, they can't, people that can't fit in a box, and uh, that's what they're scared of. That's what they're scared oh, of. Yeah. Look, you have a blessed day. I appreciate tell, you. Tell your tell your guest mm-hmm. if he'll give me his number. We can finish our conversation. If you will, uh, if I you'll give him my viewpoint. If you will text me on the guns and gear text line, if you'll text me your number, I'll pass it along to him. And I need to text it on to what? Seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. 1944, 241, 1944. I got it. All right, and I'm, I'm going to lock your number in, too, and I'll pass it on to Sean. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, thank you. Thank you. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she had a lot of some good points. Did you hear about the Colorado driver that tried to switch seats with his I, dog yes, I in did. a failed attempt to avoid a DUI? I did. Uh, so I, I was talking to my girlfriend last night about this, and I, I think the funniest part here is trying to understand which part of this messes with my sensibilities the most is it and this is on foxnews.com i actually got the notification yesterday that i don't i don't know what bothers me most they were drinking and driving Mm -hmm. or they were so drunk that they made a bad enough decision to get in the car with a dog that can can drive yeah i mean uh, i mean obviously the dog can't drive right but, they, but, they, you know, but that'd but, be pretty cool if it could. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on my dog Ray, man. She but they drive the car. But they, you know, like they thought that I'm supposed to. If you're the cop, right? Yeah. And you walk. They thought the, the cop was gonna think the dog could drive. Yeah, yeah. like I, I, I taught the dog how to drive. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, didn't that one person in Laurel was having sex with the dog? Mm-hmm. And we had one case at the DA's office one time where somebody had taught a dog to have sex with him and videoed it, and we had the video of this. Like it taught taught his dog. There's to, a video of that girl on Laurel too. Right? Is there a video of her? Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. This one was back ten, twelve years ago, and he had taught his German Shepherd to have sex with him. And uh, and I forget the command. Oh God, I'm gonna have to ask my friend who prosecuted the case. But he had like the specific command when he wanted the dog to do him. You know, it was <laughs> like it was like it's like people flip that switch. It was some funny command that he had. But people. and uh, the video was really the maybe one of the and I've seen some gross stuff, but it was pretty pretty rough. Yep. All right. So that was my headline. I didn't get too political with these headlines. No, that was that's a good one though. I mean, that's pretty funny that they thought that they were that drunk. I mean, I've been that drunk, but I don't know that drunk enough to think the dog could drive. Drunk enough probably to run and well, so but leave the car in the middle so of the road. But if I suspend to. my belief, you know, or I suspend my disbelief, should I say, I'm supposed to believe that you got in the car with a dog 
for the dog to drive. Right, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of bad decision-making here. Yeah, it seems like that was not a good idea. Like, Uber would have been a good idea. Right, but here, not. Here's something a little more political. Yeah, sure. Uh, Sports Illustrated decided to put a tranny and an 81-year-old Martha Stewart on two of its four swimsuit issue covers this year. I saw something about Martha Stewart. and Okay, I didn't see that. Yeah, so the, the transgendered girl they put on there, guy, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's actually had the surgery. It was at six. It had the surgery. Kim Petra, Kim Petras okay. had the uh, had the uh, sexual reassignment surgery at sixteen years old. Believed to have been the youngest person to have gone through it. She's thirty hmm. now. Okay. Um, Whoa. So she's thirty. So she had this done like fourteen years ago. Uh huh. Wow. I believe she's yeah. Not, the now thirty year old Petras joins eighty one year old Martha Stewart. I'm just pulling it up on my man. I wouldn't know that was. She, so I'm looking at the photos here. She looks like a, a woman to me. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest, Clay. Look at the photo. I mean, she does. I mean, he you does. can't. We, you know. Whatever you know. But anyway, so that's uh that is what uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue has devolved into an 81 year old Martha Stewart. And people are like, oh, it's so empowering to put an 81 year old Martha Stewart on there. You go, girl. First question you here. Know, she's taken that. Let me go to Ribble talk here. What? She has taken that job. From a potential young swimsuit model. Yep, that's oh god. Now they're going to be picketing outside Sports <laughs> Illustrated. That's my question though. Who reads Sports Illustrated anymore? Does somebody? Me. I mean, does I mean nobody goes and picks up magazines anymore? I'm pretty sure. Does anybody download this to their iPad? Well, they were. The so same. I'm gonna, I mean, I just haven't. I haven't read a Sports Illustrated since the 80s. The, the, uh, Dan Woken, uh, the Yahoo writer. I think it's Dan Woken. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss fans know who I'm talking about. They hate him. Um, I do too. He's and there were so many of these sports journalists, SI included, they were all about keeping everything shut down and not playing football and not doing anything during COVID. I don't believe that the very people who did not want sports to happen should be able to profit off of sports still happening. Like you should, if you don't think sports should have been played, you should, you have lost your your man card or your ability to be a sports columnist are or they, a sports magazine. Are they? Um, you're saying they own Sports Illustrated? No, 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 okay. no. I'm just using a couple of examples okay. of some of these woke journalists, woke sports journalists. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Who who were just mortified that grown men wanted to go out there and play football during COVID. Oh, was was there was there a sport? I, I don't remember. I thought everybody was so ready for football. That's all I, I – that almost seemed bipartisan. Like, get out there and play, guys. Normal people were. You know. But there was the, the, the uber woke who think we should still be shut down. Yeah, I mean, I think there was definitely people that were just over. I mean, there's heck. I saw the other day, Clay. Somebody's walking by my office with a mask on outside, and I'm like, you know, I mean, that's still there's still. I think there was people that were just really, really. I got behind a black guy in a Lexus yesterday. I know he was in a BMW. I was getting on the interstate, and he he was in a car by himself, and he had the mask down on his chin. I'm like, man, what are you doing with these masks? Take mm-hmm. it off. Please, it's almost becoming like a stylish thing. I've noticed, right? Everybody's wearing. I mean, yeah, you know, I see those little paper ones. Yeah, I just the funniest too. I did see a guy in the driving with one the other day too, and I was like, okay, that was stupid during the pandemic. Now this is even this is even crazier now. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, uh, you got another headline? Um, let me see. I think I had some stuff. Right. Well, actually, Clay, we haven't got to the Durham thing at all. That was my other headline. Well, um, or do we have enough time for that? No, we don't really, do we? No, we got too many. I mean, uh, it it is what it is with the Durham thing. I, I, I all the I'm just a little disappointed in the 
uh, liberal media outlets for just now trying to make it like it's a nothing sandwich. Well, we told y'all it was a nothing sandwich for years. I mean, like you you were saying that, I guess we can hit it for a second here. We got a minute. You know, like you were saying that one of your fears of Trump was that he was a stooge of Putin and all that, and you were worried about Putin and everything. Sure. Uh, Now, this proves that he was not. Well, I think, you know, I'll actually go back to Mueller report. I think in the Mueller report, they said that they had no evidence of collusion during the Mueller report. But Mm -hmm. I think this was more geared towards, did the Hillary Clinton campaign conspire to, you know, push this Russia thing? Actually, it's actually that's not true what he found what durham said i know that this is i just because i actually read the report and he um instead said you know one of his theories was that the uh trump russia investigation was was started because of other issues through the clinton campaign but durham said there is no question that the fbi had an affirmative obligation to closely examine the papadopoulos allegations and though he argues that it should only have been like a preliminary investigation rather than the full investigation that actually happened. So really, what happened, do you remember the Papadopoulos thing? V- vaguely. Okay. I remember, yeah. yeah, Papadopoulos is this dude. He was a young guy, and he met with the um, some Russian that was talking about giving emails or Hillary, the Democratic Party's emails. Then he told an Australian diplomat about that who informed the uh, FBRCA, something like that. That's right. And, he, he went to jail, didn't he? Yeah, I think yeah. for like 12 days or something like that. And then... um. That's when Crossfire Hurricane, uh, listeners, that's the FBI investigation to yeah. the possible ties between the Trump organization. And all that. Well, that became later, right? So, like, the reason they started, and this Durham confirms this, is because of this Papadopoulos encounter. The Steele dossier, which is what the Fusion GPS had hired Steele, which is you know, the Clinton campaign hired Fusion GPS who hired Steele, mm-hmm. right? That was later. After Papadopoulos, which, you know, further, which also the Steele dossier was debunked and all those kinds of right. things. Hold that thought. We've got to take yep. our last break. We'll be right back to close the show or land the plane, as I like to say, with Sean York Karan right here on 103.9 WYAB. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's. Good morning, Mississippi. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio, the most incendiary show on these airwaves. Here at 103.9 FM. In the mornings anyway. In the mornings. Like I, my, my buddy Kim Wade, he's the King Kong of incendiary. And uh, I learned from the master. But I'll take the crown in the morning times. We're streaming worldwide at WYAB.com as well as the TuneIn app. <clears throat> or worst case scenario, you can always go to ClayEdwardsShow.com. Hit Listen Live. And it'll take you to the same place there at WYAB. We're uh, on 103.9 FM. We are stimulating talk radio. We are taxpayer-free of funding. Does that make sense? We don't take any of y'all's money to do what we do. We ain't fed a, an agenda by the GOP of Mississippi or anybody else. That's why I can get on here and say the things I say about anybody I want to sing about. And if they got a problem with it, Fafo. All right. Um, speaking of Fafo. And uh, that is a short for F around and find out. Uh, I'm going to get, I know if y'all follow me on social media, you know, me and uh, me, apparently me and St. Dominic's are beefing. And the the CEO came out with a, with a lie about me yesterday and even released a company-wide email. And uh, I'm going to dispute that. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about their trans agenda. They're shoving down everybody's throats that works there. I'm going to have... One of their employees actually is going to call in. The whistleblower is going to call in and discuss what's going on there. And I'm going to address the email where he called me out 
and uh, explain why it's a lie. But first, we have got our first ever two-time, two-time after round and found out grand champion to crown this morning. Y'all may remember, I I just made a TikTok video about this uh, right before I went on the air. Y'all may remember a couple of weeks ago, there's a lawyer here in town who caught aggravated assault charges for having to shoot a bad guy. This bad guy was a little different. This bad guy was white. All parties involved were white in South Jackson. I guess it's South Jackson. And we'll just say Jackson. All parties in this in this adventure were white, which is, that's got to be rare. I mean, y'all need to be playing the numbers, the lottery, because <laughs> that's odd. Anyway, the lawyer was white. The bad guys were white. In Jackson, I digress. Well, shout out to my buddy Michael. He sent me this this morning. Well, that that very bad guy that got himself shot has now got himself shot and killed, allegedly doing the same thing in the same neighborhood just a few short weeks later. And I'm I'm gonna play the video, but I'm gonna scroll down here to a quote from one of the family members, and it, it's pretty interesting here. It says, if he had been charged with something back when he got shot a few weeks ago and he would have been detained and put in jail, he would possibly still be alive today and this would have never happened, says his aunt. That's why you got to lock bad guys up every now and then. You got to protect them from themselves. This is on WLBT. Let's play this video. Got it queued up right here. Learning about a homicide in the capital city that happened earlier this month, but we did not find out about it until family members called through your side asking about the investigation. What? You mean, you mean JPD would hide and this mayor's office would hide homicides? No, they wouldn't do that. Three side's Quentin Smith joins us with what we know so far. Quentin? Yeah, Howard, 32-year-old Robert Wood was shot and killed on Cedarhurst Drive on May 5th. Now, police tell us they are investigating, but still no word on a suspect or a motive. Tonight, family members are pleading for more answers on what happened to their loved one. They've been horrible. Um, they're not knowing. That's how Tracy Wood describes what the past few days have been like for her family. Her nephew, 32-year-old Robert Wood, was shot and killed on May 5th in North Jackson. I've called the detective many, many times, and each time I've gotten, I guess, a different story, maybe a little bit more information each time. Wood says investigators with the Jackson Police Department have given them some information, but so far still no word on what led to the fatal gunfire. They said that they do have a witness and a positive identification that the witness has identified him in a lineup. Um, Excuse me. And they said that they have his truck. Um, The suspect's truck has been impounded. um, And warrants have been put out for his arrest. The 32-year-old was shot and killed on Cedarhurst Drive, which is the same neighborhood he was shot at back in April. In that incident, police say Wood broke into someone's shed and the homeowner shot him in the leg. This is video of that incident. Wood is said to be the man wearing the red Chicago Bulls jersey. Only the homeowner received charges in this incident. Police haven't said what led. 
Hey, look, pro tip here, pro tip from somebody who used to be about that life. If you see a white guy wearing a Chicago Bulls jersey or any other basketball jersey, break the other direction. Just just go the other direction. Step wide around, as Kim Wade would say, step wide around them folks. To Wood being back in the neighborhood this time around. However, family members do admit he was homeless for the past few months. Probably about five to six months. Um, Robert has made some bad choices in his life. He's he's always been able to come home. Um, but, he, you know, he, he's just made some bad choices. Despite those bad choices, family members say he was still a good guy with a caring heart. Tracy Wood believes if her nephew was arrested for the break-in back in April, he would still be alive today. If he had been charged with with something, he would have been detained and, you know, put in jail and possibly this would have never happened. Family members tell me Robert Wood is an organ donor, so his organs will now be donated to help save someone's life. Police say this is still an ongoing investigation, so if you have any information about this deadly shooting, you're asked to contact the Jackson Police Department or Crime Stoppers. An organ donor? I'm going to guess them organs are worn out, but neither here nor there. Effed around and found out. And, you know, I know, I'm a complicated individual when it comes to stuff of this nature. I have zero sympathy for somebody in active addiction that is doing stuff like this. You are just scourge of the earth, as far as I'm concerned. I have zero, zero sympathy for you. Now, the second you want to get your life together and get some help, I'm your biggest supporter. I'll help you do anything I can. But while you're out doing crap like this, I, I, I just, you're scourge of the earth. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. While you're out doing crap like this, I, I, I just, you're scourge. Hey. hey. All good. Clay. Hey. Chuck. Hey, is Amber? Am I, am I on the air? Yes. Hey. Hello? <laughs> if, if you call while I'm on the air, I'm going to put you on the air. Just a heads up to anybody calling. Uh, otherwise, shoot me a text if you don't want to be on the air and give me a heads up. 769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. Yeah, I got a text in that says, who wants an organ from a meth head? It, exactly. I mean, I I think the or, the person getting that organ should be made aware. Like, you know, you got to get in line for them things. Like, I don't know. Do I want that one? <laughs> I mean, that'd be like somebody getting my liver. I mean, it may, it may <laughs> this thing may have a year or two left. It may have 10, 20 years, 30 years left, but I've put my liver through it. You know, that's like getting some kidneys from a smoker. You, you know, you don't want that. I mean, kidneys, I'm lungs. I'm sorry. I sound like an idiot this morning. It's like getting lungs from a smoker. I mean, I, I am, I, I'm, I'm efforting a phone call here. To uh, with with the employee from Saint Dominic's, that uh, the whistleblower on this whole thing, and uh, I want y'all to hear this. This whole C Lawn Care, proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the King Kong of these streets radio show. That's my new name. 
I would now self-identify as King Kong in these streets. If I if I have to call you a, a man woman, a him her, you'll refer to me now as King Kong in these streets. And this segment of the King Kong in these streets show is brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto, located right there on 49 South in Florence. All of your automotive repair needs, everything from your check engine light, your AC not blowing cold, your heat not working, which I don't think any of us are going to need our heaters again for about nine months. But at the off chance you're a weirdo and you like your heat working in the summer, A1 Gear and Auto can fix it for you if it uh, if it's having any problems. But what they really specialize in is your ring and pinion, gears, transfer case, stuff of that nature. And I tell people all the time, man, <clears throat> we're getting into that time of the year where people are loving to buy Jeeps and jack them up and put the, all the ducks in the windshield and throw the duck, uh, the, the duck, the duck sign, throw the, uh, the peace sign up at other Jeeps as they ride by, a.k.a. the Jeep wave. When you go get that Jeep and you jack it up and you put all them ducks in it and you do the peace sign and all that stuff, most of you don't realize that the, those factory ring and pinions, those gears, aren't made for those big tires and big rims hauling all those little ducks in the windshield down the road. You can go to A1 Gear and Auto and they'll upgrade that ring and pinion and you'll be the fastest duck hauler Jeep on the road. I'm just finding out about this Jeep rubber duck thing. So I think it's hilarious. I'm not even hating on it. It may sound like it. I love my Jeep folks. I'm a little jealous, honestly, that I can't afford an $80,000 Jeep. But uh, as life goes, <laughs> get to A1 Gear and Auto. Let them get your ring and pinion and stuff set up right for those big tires, big rims. They're not just Jeeps, any vehicle out there. If you hear a roaring in your rear end, you got a little slack, get by there, let them check it out. Uh, you know, uh, we, we run across a lot of that kind of stuff in the used car business, test drive trade-ins and stuff, and you're going to hear a, a noticeable roar in the rear end. A lot of times, you know, you need to get those gears and stuff replaced, get that ring and pinion checked, four-wheel drive not working. They can do all that stuff for you. A1 Gear and Auto, Highway 49 South in Florence, Mississippi. You can find them on Facebook. Just search A1 Gear and Auto. All right. Uh, I decided to let's just hit the reset button here on the King Kong in the Street Show. Something I wanted to talk about yesterday, and I didn't get around to with Sean in here. They just kind of ran out of time. Uh, These beer companies are just, they're having a war to cut off their own face, to cut off their own nose to spite their faces. I I, I really don't understand it. Now, the Miller Lite ain't as bad as the Bud Light, but it's stupid nonetheless. But before I get to Miller Lite, Bud Light, Budweiser, guys, it's okay. They have fixed it. It's, they, they like us rednecks again. They're coming out with a camouflage can, and they're changing their name to America again. You, you can't be mad anymore. It's a camouflage can. And they're changing the name to America. Come on, man. Pandering. Pandering. Camouflage, that'll fix it. But y'all, here's what I didn't anticipate happening. This Bud thing. The news cycle of it's kind of died down. People aren't talking about it as much anymore. The memes have gone away some. And the sales are continuing to drop. Bro, that is bad. That is not good. It has become a scarlet letter to be seen in public drinking a, a Bud Light. And frankly, a Mick Ultra. Heck, 
I was talking to a guy the other day, Sunday, out at, uh, where were we? Sunday for Mother's Day, the back porch. And I just, I, I look, I still, I'm, I'm having a hard time sticking with this boycott. Especially in public places. I just default, I order a Mick Ultra. I had a bucket of Ultra sitting on the table before I knew it. And I was like, well, that's what we're drinking. Anyway, one of the other guys at the table likes Bush Light or Bush. He ain't even drink a Bush no more. Because of this Bud Light stuff and because Anheuser makes it. This is a 20 year old, 21 year old kid. Like, man. And this is like the, the, the does not follow politics, by the way. Not drink. So now Anheuser makes that. I'm telling you, this that is a big, big problem. When you're losing the 21 year old Bush drinker over your transgender Bud Light nonsense. That is a trickle-down effect that you do not want. Because that's a, that's a lifetime beer drinker that is no longer going to be drinking your product at 20, 21 years old has decided, I'm not drinking Anheuser anymore. That's a problem. And I imagine that guy, I imagine people who remotely follow politics. And then Miller Lite sits back and says, oh, hold my beer. Hold my beer. We're going to come out with a commercial. And this actually came out before. They said, hold my trans can. This one came out before the trans can. But Miller's decided that every pretty girl that put in bikinis to sell beer was sexist or something or another. Let me pause that. The Facebook messages get a little loud. I'm going to have to sign off of Facebook. Miller is now saying that women invented beer. And I, whether they did or didn't, I don't, I don't know. But let's just play this commercial. It, it's got the S word in it a couple of times, but it is beeped. Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Now, let me say this about these women in bikinis. Nobody put a gun to their heads and said, put on the bikini and sell this beer or else. Look, most attractive women ain't got no problem. I ain't saying all. Most attractive women ain't got no problem putting on a bikini and taking a picture. I, I mean, I, from the nightclub days to being one of the first people with social media to now. If a woman is attractive and she takes care of herself, she ain't, she ain't got no problem letting, you know, letting you gawk, you know, make, letting you wish you were with her. That's life. That's how life has always worked. Attractive women are attractive women. Guys like attractive women. And of course, they got a not so attractive woman in this commercial hating on attractive women. I bet you more girls in bikinis drink beer. Than these not a tr- or drink Miller Light and Bud Light anyway, than not. Anyway, I'm going down a rabbit hole here. Let's finish. Wow. Look at this. Sh- wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Light is on a mission to clean up not just their sh- but the whole beer industry's. Sh- Miller Light has been scouring the internet for all this sh- and buying it back so that they can turn it into good sh- for women brewers. Literally, good. Sh- how you ask? Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad into compost. Then we feed compost to worms. 
push out beautiful fertilizer. That good helps farmers grow quality hops. Which has been donated to women brewers to make their own really good shit. But there's definitely more shit out there. In your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite and they'll turn that into good shit too. Oh. So here's to women. Because without us, there would be no beer. So the nexus of this commercial is, if you have any old Miller Lite, Bud Light, or other beer ads, beer memorabilia, they're buying it back. And they're allegedly turning it into compost. First off, I don't believe that's what they're doing. I believe they're buying it back and adding it to their collection. Because all this beer stuff is Americana. It's going to be worth money one day. I've still got a huge Budweiser mirror hanging up in my living room. I mean, it's, I've had, it was the first. It's important to me. I don't care if it's Budweiser. I don't care if it's got a Dylan Mulvaney picture on it. It's the first thing I ever got when I opened up a bar. Crazy 8. August 10th, 2001, we opened up Crazy 8. Somewhere in the 10 days prior to that, Southern Beverage brought me this huge, awesome Budweiser mirror with this gold trim, uh, gorgeous frame around it. That's plastic. It looks wood, but it's plastic. I, mean, it's, I, I don't care. And somehow, through all of my m- misfortunes, self-inflicted or not, over the last 20-plus years, this mirror has survived. From move after move, from spending 10 years under a bed at my parents' house, to behind a couch for another five years. I, I Honestly... I think this is the first time I've hung it anywhere. I just had this weird place in my house that nothing else would go where my uh, counters float, my cabinets float over my bar, my countertop and stove. And I was like, I was like, I'm a single guy. I was at the time anyway. I was like, I'm going to turn this into a man cave, a big sports bar of sorts. So I hung it right there. I ain't taking it down. But I hope that it's worth a lot of money one day. So I went to the flea market there, the antique flea market in Flowood a few weeks ago. Because I know that they sell like Americana stuff, antiques, a lot of old beer mer- beer memorabilia. And I kind of made a note of what the, call it, the prices were on some of it. And here in a few weeks, I'm going to go back and see if those prices have dropped any on that stuff. Because I'm, I'm curious what this is going to do to the beer memorabilia market. I'm, I'm curious if y'all, y'all can text me and let me know. Uh, do you have any Bud, Miller, Coors memorabilia? That you you you've had enough. You're like you know what? I, I guess we'll focus on Bud or Miller with this one with their nonsense. Have you taken it down? Or are you like you know what, man? It's still Bud. It's still cool. It is what it is. Let me know seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back after this break on one zero three nine W Y E B. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's homeless crimes yeah. and, and, and crimes where there's actually victims, uh, innocent victims, right. versus getting a two-for-one special with a dope boy and the guy that shot the dope yeah. boy. Right. Um, one, that I wanted to, one that I meant to mention before we went to break, but I knew it would open up Pandora's box and mm-hmm. we, we'd, we'd run over our break again. Kingston Frazier. Right. And, uh, Derek texted. I want to make sure Derek knows that uh, he texted in too and mentioned, don't forget Kingston. I promise we hadn't forgot Kingston. Uh, you had an interesting 
thought on the Kingston Frazier thing, because that actually ended up going to Madison County, not Hines County, because of Robert right. Smith, I guess, deferring up there. Or, he did, yeah. You said if you had been at the DA's office still, you would have raised seven levels of hell to have kept it in Hines County. Explain why. Yeah, well, first thing for the listeners, the crime started in Hines County at the Kroger on I-55. That's where uh, the Kingston was taken from that Kroger, I think in his mama's car. And so the law is when the, where the crime begins is proper it's proper venue for to prosecute the whole thing, no matter where. So he could he could have been taken to Hines County and, and killed in Memphis. You know, we could have prosecuted him in Hines County for murder or wherever, or any other county in the state. So that would have been fine. So the fact that they took Kingston over to Madison County and killed him there, it it does make you could still prosecute him in Madison County. Because, you know, the crime ended there, but you could also could have prosecuted him instead in Hines County since the crime began here. I felt like that was Hines County's crime, and what I mean is that's the kind of crime that happens in your community that you need to prosecute to the full extent of the law that you need to make as like your statement case to the community to say we're not tolerating children being taken from grocery stores and murdered and you need to put for better way the foot in somebody's butt on that thing yeah. all, and I, all three know. of those guys should have got the death penalty yeah i, I mean know, i know that ain't popular to say sometimes well but so they, they it was something that was accessory after the fact it was this bro if you if they were in that car when kingston got killed or kidnapped they deserve to die and they deserve to burn in hell well i don't recall exactly the the facts of every what each defendant did, and and that can change, you know, in terms of death penalty. I, having like I said, I've sought the death penalty successfully on someone, which happened ten years ago. And as far as I know, in the last twenty five years, there's only been two death penalty cases in Hines County. One is the one I tried. And one is I think a guy named Eric Moffat that happened about ten years before that. So it's not something that happens often, but it happens in times when you need to make a statement. And this case was one of those cases. I think to do that in. Um, that I would have done. That I would have suggested that, and that if I was Robert Smith, but knowing him like I'm did I, i'm not really that surprised that he didn't try to keep it um but it's a um it's a case that they should have the heinz county da's office at that time in 2017 should have kept in my opinion i, I and i agree with what you say it, it, it's a statement case yeah it's uh, uh let's take a call you, you, you got you got to let the community know that you're there to protect them and that this is not going to be tolerated and, and you and you got to work yourself to death on that kind of case all right i'll tell you what derek stay on hold we got off schedule we ran over stay on hold derek We'll come back to you after this break. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Curran, live on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, look, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, get out to Battlefield Drag Strip. It looks like the weather's going to cooperate with them finally. Is it going to not rain this weekend? Oh, man, I tell you, man, they have caught in Hades with the weather. But look, tonight is their Friday test and tunes. Get out there, check them out. Oh, actually, they said will not be open this weekend for any racing. So, all right, d- disregard. They uh, they will not be open this weekend as I sit here and look on their Facebook page. Uh, apparently, there was a wreck there last weekend. They had to do some work on the guardrails with some replacement and whatnot. So, hey, mark the calendars to go spend some time out at Battlefield Drag Strip. You will not regret it. Uh, good times. Uh, if Friday nights are test and tune and uh, kind of street racing, that kind of stuff. Uh, Saturdays, they usually do the bracket, bracket racing or they uh, have one of the, the big grudge races and stuff of that nature. So just mark the calendars to spend some time at Battlefield Drag Strip. I know something I'm excited about today, and that is picking up my order from Stonington Farm grass-fed beef. And uh, if you got in on that, you'll be as excited as I am. Maybe I'm cooking tonight and just don't realize it yet. Maybe that's what my plans are for Friday night. Let's take a call from Derek. I know he wants to chime in on the Derek Kingston Fraser stuff. Hey, Derek. Hey, buddy. Hey, I just wanted to say that, uh, yeah, I have to agree with you that um, everybody in that case should be put to death. 
And the and the one, even though he wasn't a shooter, but that arrogant DeWan Wakefield, I was so happy when they sent us to sent us him. This guy was just party over here during the whole time. Like, you know, you didn't like you weren't culpable to the most heinous crime in the area. Do you remember that? Oh, absolutely. Going to Mexico. I mean, now, even though he didn't have any travel restrictions, but still just posting like I'm having a good time on Facebook. You, you know what I mean? Yep. But no, nah, everybody in that case should have been put to death, especially the shooter. Yeah, I, I, you know, and to have gotten moved to Madison County, too, and nobody had been put to death is, is almost a, a disservice. Yeah, it, it, it was. So for your guests to say that he should have been charged in Hines County, well, if Madison didn't do it, just imagine what Hines County would have done. Well, that's not necessarily true, and I'm going to speak from – actually, I can speak from personal experience. I have uh, put somebody on trial for uh, – for the death penalty, and where he did receive it, and that happened in 2013, which is only, I think, what, four years before this case actually occurred. So, I mean, you know, it's not like Heinz County's not going to do it. it. The case that I tried that was a death penalty, the guy had actually killed an elderly woman, and then he went to Alabama and killed another elderly woman, and then he went and attacked another person. So he was it was so heinous that we went and decided to do it. So that's not necessarily true. In Heinz County, if you have the right DA, the well, right circumstances, it, it, well, they're well, going to go for you, it. If what, you, if what you say is true... I mean, why didn't I know it's true because I did it? That's what I'm saying. I know it's true. Hold on. Hold on. Why, why didn't Robert Shuler Smith request the death penalty when that Bassmaster was killed during a robbery here? That, um, was a capital, that was a capital crime. Sure. I mean, there's lots of capital crimes in Hines County that we that I, I personally handled that athlete, we never. You had an athlete killed in your city, and you just treated it like it's nothing to plea out. Come on, man. Um, yeah. I mean, well, every capital murder case is not going to people. You're not going to go for the death penalty. I mean, actually. The majority of them, you're not going to go. You're going to plead it down to murder, or you're going to try it without the death option. Try, let me make this clear. Going for the death penalty is very difficult. It is really hard, and it's very expensive, and it's very time-consuming. It is It is not something like, hey, I'm just going to seek the death penalty like you would a regular trial. That is not what happens. What makes it different? Well, there's just a lot of procedures you got to go through, a lot of different hearings. Um, the county has to spend a lot more money on the case. The, the the case has to be there's a lot more different there's different motions that need to well, be filed it just it, here, it takes you, you years here, and years for the for it to build up like in my case it happened in 2010 we did not try him until 2013 this was after also a change of venue where we had to go up to Oxford and pick a jury and bring that jury down to Hines County and do all that kind of stuff it's a it's a long involved process it's not easy it's not an easy thing to do I, I would have just thought that you pick a jury and you say we're going to go for the death penalty on this one it happens. They, they, you get it or you don't. There's a lot before that, man. A lot happens before that, and a lot during the trial. It's, it's, it's just, it's, a, and it's, and it's again, it's a very expensive well, well, process well, for the county. Well, Clay, let me say this: It's why you and I do what we do. Now, you heard what he just said: money, 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 money. You know, why are people who are bending us over backwards and turning us upside down, shaking every dollar they can out of us, worried about spending money on the death end? I, I can't argue with I can't argue with that either. I mean, I see Sean's point, but I see your point too. You know. Yeah, well, hey, Derek, I'm just telling you what the county is saying, man. Why don't you think – do you think that every person that's charged with capital murder and that they seek the death penalty on? I mean, it doesn't – what happens when it maybe 1% of cases? Yeah. Maybe? The totality of the circumstances, sir. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's got to be – basically, simply, it's got to be really bad stuff for you to do it. Like, it's got to be really bad. It's not like just like the run-of-the-mill murder. 
like like the other kid that was that was innocently killed when he and his mother came home and walked in on their father being robbed by somebody he was trying to help and another friend. Somebody just yeah, texted that one too. It's also I, I couldn't remember that. Yeah, one. and my yeah. point earlier was that Kingston Frazier was that kind of bad yeah. case where it would have warranted it, in my opinion. That, now now that Robert Smith didn't take it. It, that I, w- I think that was a problem that he didn't do it. Now again, having worked for him for a long oh, time, he, known he him was a daggum coward. I, I have no respect for that man. I mean, he so I, I'm not surprised that he didn't take it, but yeah. Um, but th- but yeah, that's but this is what was my example, the kind of case that you would seek the death penalty on in Hines County, yeah. right? What I thought right. you would have. Yeah. Derek, I got I got to jump, brother. Appreciate it. Great call. All right. All right. Let's take another call here, real quick. Hey, caller, you on there? Yeah, I got to kind of jump in with Derek there. Uh, the fact that I think that Madison, excuse me, not Madison, but Times County, if they had to look back at it, spend a little bit more money to take care of crime and do those things the right way, they would be in a whole lot better situation right now with people worried about crime moving out of the city. So I think it's kind of short-sighted that it costs money, which I know it does and everything, but for that to even enter in as to whether you're going to follow the law and get somebody a death penalty for some of these heinous crimes. Uh, I think it's short-sighted. Now, look, so I, I'm, I'm I don't right want to with Derek. I don't want to speak for Sean. I think Sean is far. He's a tough-on crime guy. I know he's a Democrat and whatnot, but he is far putting people to death in cases when it's justified. He's just saying, from a practicality standpoint, within the budget and the way, unfortunately, government works, you can be, you can end up wasting your load going for it sometimes versus others yeah. I, I i don't like it but i'm just saying i, I understand it because you know how budgets work and what it's just the reality but, of the situation right yeah. exactly it's just the reality well and, and two in his defense uh actually when i was on the police department i responded to my own uncle's murder uh had been stabbed 17 times and anyway through some things was able to uh get the guy before daylight the next morning but because of the preponderance of the evidence that we had against the guy and everything, even though he could have gotten the death penalty, uh, he's still sitting at parchment and won't see daylight till he dies. Well, there's some satisfaction to that too, right? You know, but if, for example, something I haven't brought up this week is uh, the parole board is releasing that guy who should be rotting in jail for the rest of his life or should have got the death penalty. And here we are because he didn't get the death penalty because he was a minor, I guess. They are... You got a guy that killed two people 20 years later that just got released on parole. So yep. there's always that option. And that's why I'm pro-death penalty. Yeah. Well, right, by the way, good show on Fridays here to to be able to civilly talk both sides. Yeah. But anyway, y'all have a good weekend. Hey, you, you too, too, brother. Thank Thanks. you. Yeah, hey, and I appreciate that last uh, comment there because th- – Sean's going to be who Sean is. I'm going to be who I am. We ain't here to change anybody's or each other's minds. But I think it's good to have these conversations. I I can look at the downloads of the podcast. And these shows with Sean and I do the biggest numbers of the week. The show with Terrest does really well, too. The, people are enjoying this. I get more feedback about Sean and I than any other thing I do. And uh, that people say, hey, I enjoy it. I'm enjoying hearing both sides. I enjoy tapping into Sean's legal mind. Uh, to have access to that here on this show is a, is is an asset that a lot of other people don't have access to. Because I guess I, because I, since I don't practice law anymore, like I don't care. So I'll just say it, right? Yeah. Like, Here's what happens, guys. Now I'm not, now if I'm still working the DA's office, I wouldn't be telling you all this stuff at all. But since that's 
in my past and my youth and all that stuff. Well, you know, I, I have no I problem doing it. As a Jacksonian and people who grew up who were all our age, you worked mm-hmm. there during a very important time in a lot of our um, adult lives. Yeah, I was there you for know, our formative years, and we remember these big cases and stuff. So to have you to to kind of lean into and get a behind the scenes look at that, I think is an incredible opportunity for us. Thanks. Yeah, it was. Uh, we uh, yeah, we had some big we had some big stuff go on in those years. Um, some really big stuff, and uh, like I said, I brought up Latasha Norman. That was the, one of the biggest cases I ever had, and uh, then uh, of course uh, Mr. Hutto, which was just you know just a horrific crime. But and that's what I you know I'm trying to just kind of trying to tell Derek. It's just it's not it's not easy to say, man, we're going to go seek the death penalty on every case. I mean, and, and you, you could look at I'm not talking about just Hines County. Look at the whole country. Like not everybody's doing this because of the time constraints it has, the cost, all those things. You know, and then also all the there's another question that come with it. Well, that's and, after you even that's after you yeah. get the fiction to the conviction, but. And I didn't bring this up. Also, and this happened to me a lot of times in the past. Do you remember when those two nuns that were killed over there in Holmes County? Absolutely. I was there, and I initially got assigned the case. Right now, I left that office, and when I quit practicing law, but there's times when people's families don't want the death penalty. Right, so you have to like take that into consideration because they we're don't. Talking about, religion, we're talking about the victims. The victims' family, where you know they have a religious belief, you know, and where they're like, I don't. That was not what we'd want. So I mean, it's not like you're going to say I'm going to. I mean, you don't have to listen to them, right? You know, but you're going to take what they want in account as you should. Sure. And there's a lot of times, you know, I've had many people come to me and said, "Look, Sean, we don't believe in this." So I mean, that's another factor. Let's take one call real quick. Hey, uh, you're on there. You got about a minute. Hey, is this Kim White? No, this is Clay Edwards. Oh, is this eight seven nine zero 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 two? Well, this is the radio station phone number. It's only Kim's number from four to six. Oh, got you, got you. What time is he there? From four, four to six. Four to six. Thank you. Bye. Oh, I'm not gonna waste <laughs> the last minute of the show with that. We also we also got pineapple pizza too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards show on one hundred three point nine FM WYAB with. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.